We'd like to present to you the best looking DJ in the world. But we can't. So here's Mark Dingus with the Atlanta Real Estate Podcast, bringing you all the local real estate news in the Atlanta area. His mum says he has a face perfect for podcasting. Bringing you all of Atlanta's ins and outs, ups and downs of the real estate market. Blast off in five, four, three, two, one, zero. Well, hello, everybody, and once again, thank you for tuning in to the Atlanta Real Estate Podcast. My name is Mark Dingus, and it'll be my pleasure to serve you. So I've done an episode on the top five tips for home buyers. Well, I don't want to leave you sellers questioning what you need to do. So this podcast is going to be dedicated to the top five tips that home sellers need to adhere to. Now, once again, this is not an Atlanta area-centric podcast for this particular uh, topic. This will apply really kind of anywhere. But uh, So let's just go ahead and jump on into it. So tip number one, when you are getting ready to sell your house, the very first thing I would do is come up with a realistic selling price. And this is where getting the services of a professional real estate agent like myself will help you. We have access to technologies, and uh, what we do is uh, called a comparative market analysis. When we do the comparative market analysis, it tells us and gives us a really good idea on what your house sells for. Unfortunately, I know that there are a lot of people that they're in love with their house and uh, you know rightfully so maybe it's the first place you know you, you raised your family there there's a lot of sentimental value there you know maybe that's the first house you bought with your significant other you know there's a lot of sentimental value but unfortunately sentimental value sometime clouds judgment um, and I'll give you a, a good idea when I was a brand new real estate agent back in 2006 there was a house that was actually right down the street from me. The one thing I noticed that every few months, maybe every six months, they had a new real estate sign up from uh, you know a realtor from a different company. Uh, you know, so for uh, you know it was I don't know a Remax sign one time. Six months later, it was a, a Metro Brokers real estate sign. Well, I noticed that they'd finally take down taken down their their last sign and. I saw it as an opportunity, so I went and knocked on their door <clears throat> and introduced myself and said, hey, you know, I'd love to sell your property. <clears throat> I looked at the property, pulled up the CMA reports, finally asked, I said, you know, what exactly are you thinking that you want to sell this house for? The homeowner actually spit it out or spat out a price that was just way too high for the area. He wanted uh, $200,000 for his house, and, and the area would really only support about one hundred and fifty dollars for that type of house. 
and you know, after talking to him for a good long time, I realized the the whole point, the whole reason why he was wanting to do that was because he had a lot of sentimental value. But you have to be realistic. What is the market going to support? So the first tip, once again, is you have to set a realistic price. So let your real estate professional decide what a realistic price is. They have access to technologies that, you know, that'll tell us this. Number two, we'll actually kind of go into what I just said, but you need the services of a real estate professional. Real estate professionals, once again, work in, and I know I've said this in a previous podcast, but they work in the industry. They know what's going on. They're apprised of the legal, financial, any of the uh, you know different uh, things that go into real estate. They know what's going on. And let's be honest, when you sell or buy a house, and this is nothing against you, but you do it so rare. You know, uh, Most people don't sell houses for 5, 10, 15, even 20 years that they don't realize you know, what's going on? What are the current market trends showing? What, you know, what is going on here? What are the legal ramifications of, of what we do? That is what a real estate professional is for. The third thing I would highly suggest uh, when you're preparing your house for sale is to make sure you're wary of any odors that are coming from your house. I've been in thousands and thousands of houses in, in the previous years. And, you know, sometimes the, the human you know, nose has the ability to overcome smells. And you may not even realize that there is a foul odor coming from your house. But that's the one thing <clears throat> that I've seen in a lot of houses that, that I've dealt with is, you know, there's a, some type of foul odor. Maybe it's, maybe it's the dog. I mean, I've seen it with the type of cooking that people do where it just leaves a foul odor. But you need to be wary of that. Even if you need to pull in a close family friend to say, hey, how does my house smell? You need to be wary of this when you're selling the house because that is one of the first things that a homeowner is going to, or a potential home buyer is going to notice. The third thing that I would do is make sure your house is clean. Make sure your house is decluttered. When a home buyer goes into a house, you'd be surprised. A lot of them will, that'll be the first thing that they notice. You know, of course, you as the home seller, <clears throat> that, that's the last thing you care about. You know, and, and, and the last thing you think about is what is the potential home buyer thinking of my house? But I'm telling you that's one of the first things they look at it. And this is after dealing with many, many buyers. You need to be wary. Try to declutter the house as much as possible because the more you declutter, the more the home buyer can imagine themselves living there. The fourth thing I would do is make sure that you get pre-qualified for another home. So if your credit has, has been shot, and that's no strike against you, you know, I know especially in this economy, people have lost jobs. You know, uh, it's, it's through no fault of your own necessarily that your credit is bad. However, if you sell your home, but then you can't move into another home, that could adversely affect your, your, really your, your life. So if you're planning on buying another house after you sell your house, I would make sure before you do anything else to get pre-qualified, make sure you can even buy a house. The fifth and final thing is you need to worry about the curb appeal of your house. That is the very, very first thing that people, that home buyers are going to notice when they go to purchase a house, when they go to look at a house. 
How does it look from the curb? So if you need to spend a little bit of money, do a little bit of landscaping, uh, I mean, that's it would be highly recommended because ultimately a lot of decisions are based on the first 15 seconds of viewing a house. So if your house is, you know, the landscaping's off, a lot of dirt, you know, in the yard as opposed to grass, maybe the rose bushes are all dead, you know, you, these are things that you need to highly consider because you know what? Buyers are going to judge your house. They're going to make their buying decision based on your house and how your house appeals to the eye when you pull up. Anyway, hey, uh, you know, thanks for tuning in. I, I really do appreciate your support. I look forward to serving you. If you have any questions and you would like to, uh, to have them answered on the air, please uh, email us at Atlanta Real Estate Podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's Atlanta Real Estate Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we would definitely love to serve you. You have a great day, and uh, we will talk to you next week.